mountaintop Burning like a silver flame The summit of beauty and love Andrea is her name She's got us Yeah baby, she's got us I am Andrea I'm your fire with your desire do collective how are you grooving about through your life right now i would imagine it has been an exciting week for you all <laughs> there was a lot going on uh, for everybody seemed like there was a lot of um very manic uh not in the mental illness state just very excited energy very um a lot of nervous energy. Some people were feeling anxious. Um, some probably had insomnia and couldn't sit still. Um, whatever it was, there was also probably some forward movement for you and getting your energy back, feeling like you have your footing again a little bit. We were in a very long um, period of chrysalis and transmutation um so hopefully you've got that surge of energy and you're feeling good this is the soul action plan for 328 to 43 and uh, i'm really excited to talk about this reading and just what's going on in general in the world that we are creating together so thank you for all your hard work <laughs> creating this beautiful world because I could not be feeling this joyful and in love with the world if others weren't doing their part as well. So, uh, the soul action plan, um, this week in the stars and planets, uh, on 328, we have a full moon and that's in Libra. This is going to reveal whatever in your life needs to shift. What is holding you back? Uh, it's also about balance. So it's really important. All of the cards and all of the uh, symbolism that I got today, all of the intuition coming in um, seems to be heavily into there's portals this week and also that we need to... Um, have our shields up a little bit, not with the divine light coming in because there's no need to shield yourself from that. And you really couldn't anyway, because it's like, uh, you're standing in a rainstorm, you know? So unless you have a, an umbrella of negativity <laughs> that you're holding over your head, it's going to fall on you one way or another. And it's also falling on all these other people, which can make them behave a little unpredictably. Uh, it's important to guard yourself a bit though, and look within for things and try not to let outside influences or other people's opinions about what you are choosing that is best for you and also in the highest good, uh, for the collective, don't let others 
dissuade you from what you're trying to do. If you are unsure of yourself, seek some kind of counsel that you trust. But um, I think part of this shielding uh, request from the universe, this message of protect yourselves a little, you need some armor, has more to do with some of the turbulence and chaos that's also about to um, happen over the next probably month or so with trying to uh, clear out denser energies and also a lot of people are awakening. All of these things create um, friction and people who are resistant um, they may be a little, you know, people are going to go off, I guess is what I'm trying to say. People might go off. People who aren't, uh, already in some form of higher consciousness in this earth experience may be struggling. And so since we are, you know, all on this planet together, there may be some people or situations around you that, uh, are not healthy for you spiritually um, and then it's also about taking care of your your body your vessel the dreaded word self-care <laughs> that makes me crazy sometimes because I'm trying to come up with a better word for that because it's so overused and it's been really co-opted by the wellness industry which isn't all bad, but a lot of it is just part of diet culture and um, very parasitic, opportunistic. It takes advantage of people who are struggling with very real physical and uh, psychological issues, telling them that, you know, my plan will change your life. So uh, that is why I say that about self-care and the wellness community. Um, let's see. So Venus is in Aries. This is important for you to know. Um, Aries is all about blunt love. They're spontaneous. They're direct. That can be great sometimes, but the telling it like it is can also be very hurtful and um, can lead to uh, breakups. So maybe if you are in Aries and you're just kind of feeling a lot of that fire energy and Maybe be mindful of just how blunt you're being if you love the person you're with and want to stay with them. Um, I just broke up with an Aries a few months ago, so I can attest to this being true. Uh, but they can also be very um, loving and loyal and all of those good, wonderful things. Because for every shadow, there is light and vice versa. Um, but, it, you know, it's very fiery and passionate and you may have some surprises in general in the love life department no matter uh, what sign you or they are then we have chiron the wounded healer um, and the sun and venus and a trine which is all about holding on or letting go uh yeah a lot of shifting this week and um there may be you know, see truth revealed, whether you've been lying to yourself or someone else has been lying to you about a situation or a relationship or a worldview even. 
perhaps we're going to have more unveiling of some of the confusing um, culty mind games that media has played with people so that they might uh, have that veil lifted. There is on March 30th a 333 portal again, so yay, it is a portal time. I am finding those days an excellent day to really lean into whatever um, spiritual practice. I usually take a salt bath. I meditate. I do the love expansion, dancing. Um, I might burn some sage. Uh, whatever I move to do. Um, things that bring me joy. And I... Anything that comes up in my mind that is like a worry or a frustration, I just ask for that guidance and I surrender and open up to light coming in and flowing through me because this is the time that we are getting all the downloads and all the activation. And I would remind you that, you know, sometimes that means um, that you are... Uh, tired and <laughs> you need to sleep more, rest more. You may be energized, but you may also just be knocked out because getting those downloads and um, having that light activation in your body and integrating that into your system uh, takes some downtime, just like optimizing your computer. Uh, so be gentle with yourself and if you're not bouncing off the walls and you know making 15 TikToks a day uh don't look at yourself and think that you're not taking full advantage <laughs> of the energy this week so the 30th is a sweet sweet day and then um of course this week we have april fool's day <laughs> which um it's interesting because I we have several trickster uh, cards and symbols in the reading this week, which I find kind of funny. So um, we are at the beginning, beginning at the beginning of a new cycle. And uh, let's see. And then the 29th, is that the day that I, yeah. Um... The 29th is, pay attention to that day. Some things may be revealed to you. It's an 11, so that's a master number. So I think that does it for the um, astrological, astronomical things. And now we'll dig into the cards. I have a nice hot cup of tea here so that I won't be uh, getting frog voice. And by the way, if the spoken part of these has been a little too quiet lately, um, my apologies. I got a new phone. I'm going to sound like a boomer right now. Not that I don't love my boomers. You're the best. I was raised by one. Um, I got a new phone and I finally had to make the technological leap to where the phone no longer has the AC jack. I don't have uh, AirPods yet of any kind. I'm definitely considering getting some, but I'm not exactly sure what kind of sound quality that will give me either. So right now I'm using the adapter where you can plug it into the lightning um, adapter and plug in your headphones or your earbuds with an inline mic. 
I have a nicer mic, but um, I really need to get a sound box so that it's insulated a little bit because it will pick up the neighbor's farts if I <laughs> try to use that. And so I don't think that would be better <laughs> necessarily. Um, <clears throat> oh yeah, before we get into the Soul Action Plan or the SAP cards, it's funny that that spells sap, which, you know, can have a negative connotation, but I like to look at it as sap that is rising. That rising Kundalini. Uh, the Soul Action Plan covers your inner child, your ego, or earth self, 3D to 5D self, your uh, higher self or oversoul or however you like to look at that, or, and then your galactic team, which can be guides, angels, dragons, whatever you uh, feel connected to, or various aliens, of course, let's not forget our uh, intergalactic friends, but um, I use dragon cards for that, but it, at any rate, before I get into that, I wanted to do a quick scroll through my news feed. Um, I'm not a doom scroller, especially after this last year. Oh my gosh, I just had to like cut myself off. I don't need to look at numbers or politics or whatever every 20 minutes all day long. So I purged that for myself. And then in the meantime, um, I've been studying a lot of different things and paying attention to this stuff. But at any rate, what I'm noticing just from the headlines that are showing up in my feed is how rapidly the existing systems and beliefs and social constructs are almost magically changing. If you were to, I mean, if I were to go able to go back and find the news feed from, let's say, November versus now, um, I think it would be a 180 for sure, a total reversal of fortune, as you might say. But there's all this amazing evidence in the, you know, tangible material world, the mainstream world, that would show us that there is evidence of what we know in our consciousness is happening. Um, I find these things, I know I personally found these things very validating when I was going through my own awakening process, uh, which is continual. I'm not like, you know, quote unquote done yet. You're never done, but you do get to a point where you're just connected and that part, uh, becomes natural like, um, breathing. But I have noticed that, you know, in every arena, finance, politics, medicine, um, entertainment. I wonder if you heard that. That's funny. That's my alarm for um, checking on the dragon. Yes, I have a dragon. Uh, so at any rate, um, there's just evidence in every area of life that things are shifting. Um, the stimulus checks, that is wealth redistribution. It's income redistribution because people at a certain income level are not getting that. And the people who are getting it would not have had that influx of cash. Most people who honestly are at the level where they qualify for that, I wouldn't say most, but more than you would think 
have been working because they are working minimum wage jobs or lower uh, paying service jobs that, um, you know, are essential workers and getting that money for them is something that would not have happened for them, right? If we hadn't had this experience, they would have just gotten their regular pay and that would have been that. Um, so that's the first story. And then there's a strange pattern found inside world's largest atom smasher has physicists excited. And if you look at this image, it is just fantastic. Maybe I'll take a screenshot of that and put it with the Instagram and Facebook post. But, uh, it looks much like, it looks like energy expanding is what it looks like. <clears throat> and then the next headline is cancer is next target for mRNA vaccine technology called that by the way uh, when I started learning about this mRNA thing even before the pandemic I knew this was going to be a pathway for cures and treatments for things like cancer and autoimmune disease um, so that's pretty exciting and then uh, original Stonehenge discovered echoing a legend of the wizard Merlin. Archaeologists are finding all of these places suddenly that um, are tangible evidence of long, long believed myths and stories and, and things. Um, let's see. Genes of 500 million year old sea monsters live inside us. How fascinating is that? Uh, and this, even the photo for the story, it's like a fractal mirror, but it says false memories can be planted and then reversed researchers find. So we're starting to expose how cultism works and also how we can in a way rewrite our own history um, rewrite our relationship with our past. Then we have scientists have simulated the primordial quantum structure of our universe. I love that it says primordial. Um, if you go listen to my muse musings where I talk about, uh, energy, um, I talk about primordial awareness in a meditation thing. So I think it's hilarious that today there's this, and I, yes, I know there's an algorithm. Um, but anyway, it gave me this primordial quantum structure, which tells me that that is the equivalent of the universe having primordial awareness. Um, then there's all the volcanoes. All right. I will share that picture on Instagram and Facebook too, because as you know, I called this volcano Palooza uh, last October. And fortunately, I think there's enough people doing grid work that none of them are going to be uh, devastating. Um, Earth is just kind of getting her period. Um, worlds with underground oceans like Europa, Titan, and uh, Enceladus may be more inhabitable than we thought. Um Anyway, oh, let's see. Hubble shows us the future, a galactic collision. So I find it interesting that there's two galaxies that are going to merge. More light integration. A return to oneness. Um, let's see, anything else? Oh, school-based mindfulness training is linked to neuroplasticity and improved cognitive ability. Um, that's a big deal. That's a shift. 
Uh, let's see. Um, anything else? Nope, I think that's enough. That's enough uh, real world evidence. But, you know, and it, I'm sure you've noticed too, more and more and more people are, um, you know, like big entertainers um, who have been fairly... Um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just non, you know, not talking about higher consciousness and all of that. Just living their life, doing their um, acting and funny bits and writing music and not focusing on all this. And suddenly there's stuff everywhere and it's mainstreaming more and more and more. Um, I know sometimes mainstreaming can feel like a bad thing because then things sort of become co-opted. But in this case, it's what has to happen. There are so many people awakening. Uh, this info needs to be out there. And the people who are newly awakening aren't going to be watching uh, or listening to people like me yet. They're probably, you know, they're watching Fox News or CNN or uh, Oprah. Not that there's anything wrong with Oprah, but you get what I'm saying. Um, so, and I want this to be mainstream. It needs to be mainstream that we all create reality. It needs to be mainstream that we can expand our energy fields. All of this needs to be mainstream meditation and every tool that brings people to higher consciousness makes it better for everyone. I want all of this to be as, uh, mainstream and mundane as brushing your teeth. Because that is how we create a beautiful, natural, magical world. A lot of people um, have a more arsenal chaos energy and that is okay. That has a purpose as well. We all have a purpose. But it's not entirely necessary to tear things down. You can build and create new things over the existing systems and that winds up being a gentler more um, overall productive process in my opinion but not everybody agrees with that and that is okay too because I don't expect everybody to agree with me I'm just here doing my thing and um, in case you're not listening to the other episodes that I've been putting out I just want to thank uh, all the messages I've gotten from listeners and um all the new listeners and new clients that I've worked with um I'm going to be guesting on some podcasts and I have some nice guests lined up for Grieving Goddess as well and things are really coming together and the reason that's happening is because of you listening to this right now shining your light and participating with me we're creating this and I am so grateful. So the soul action plan this week, uh, the inner child, I use the children's animal spirit cards and we got lizard, which is the lizard symbolizes growth. And on the lizard card, it says dream. So this is about going for your dreams and, um, and or paying attention to your dreams. It can be both, uh, you know, your dreams when you're asleep versus your dreams when you're awake of what you would like your future to be. But it's time to dream. It's time to be actively creating 
the life that you want. And it can be as simple as, um, you know, daydreaming, thinking about how you want things to look, how you want it to feel. And then uh, pick, you know, even the smallest step will get you there. Like, for instance, you want to go to Italy. Um, Start researching it. Look up how much tickets are, you know, do those little steps. And it doesn't mean that you have to buy a ticket the next day or even next month. But putting yourself in those um, moments of focusing on this future that you're dreaming of will bring it about for you. It will attract it to you. And then here we have Coyote, our first trickster of the week, um, which again, I think is funny because we have the lots of trickster energy in the stars this week. Um, and on the card, it says, learn from your mistakes. So while Coyote is a trickster, Coyote is also um, very cunning and intelligent and assesses the situation and goes, okay, well, that didn't work, so I'm going to try to do the thing this way. So be open to um, realizing and acknowledging and seeing your mistakes and then moving on from them. And that lizard card is so pretty. I haven't gotten a lizard card before. All right. Next we have our ego. Um, you don't have to call your ego your ego if you don't want to. You can give it a job. One of my good friends who has been on the podcast, Becky Zephyr, 1369. Uh, yeah, 1369. On Instagram, she does wonderful readings and is a fantastic artist. Like, I just, she's prolific. I can't believe how much art some of the artists I know personally are cranking out right now. And it's all just, it, like you can tell, it's their best work. They are really doing it, you know. So that creativity is flowing. Take advantage of that. Um so the ego cards, uh, and I use the shapeshifters oracle because it's always about, um, transforming, transmutation, um, growth, simple growth. So the first one we get is a twist in the tail. Uh, and you can see we have the albino fairy and the albino ferret, which is a rarity. So... The unexpected, a change you did not see coming. Um, sometimes that's not so fun. <laughs> the card number is 34 and that breaks down to seven. And that tells me that this has to do with love, whether it's a romantic relationship or your passion for a project or your relationship with family or friends. There may be... Um, a little bit of uh, turmoil there. People may shift in a way you didn't expect or some truth might be revealed that um, you were really blind to. Changes in your age or in your family, a breakup, a surgery, or an accident all change your appearance. 
a person you're related to but have never met, the double life of a friend, the true story of your birth, whatever the source of the unexpected for you at this time, these sweet beings, the elf and her twin. Oh, I'm sorry, elf. I called you a fairy. The ferret will help you through this twist in the tale of your life. They're ready to assist you with coming to terms with your soul's journey, no matter what the surprise may be. You will be guided through it, and it will be a great blessing. I know I've mentioned before that with my experience of time, I guess, for whatever reason, I still haven't, I mean, it's useful because it helps me understand what's coming for everybody else a lot better, but I seem to run about a week or two ahead, and uh, I had a similar revealing of truth some trickster energy the ferret is a trickster another trickster found that interesting but also very good at uncovering and finding things right and also very good at hiding things that would be the shadow so also beware of what you've been hiding from yourself I kind of had a double whammy with both of those and um I'm still standing better than I ever did so don't worry, you're going to be fine. This card, uh, the next card is Sacred Beetle Armor. The message is you have a mighty shield. This is reminding you that you are protected and that you have your own armor. And you're to work on that and remember that you possess that. This still has to do with the uh, shielding yourself psychically and spiritually, not from the divine light coming in, but from the uh, negative or dense energies that may be surrounding you. Um, what I found is when this starts to come up and we know that there's portals and there's lots of downloads coming um, and light integration that whomever is around you or whatever is around you that is more dense tends to make the integration process more exhausting and difficult. So as best you can, uh, you know, get your shields up. <clears throat> For a brief time, you're about to receive an intervention in the form of strong psychic protection. You have been feeling raw and sensitive as though several layers of your skin have been peeled back, your nerves exposed, but now you have a mighty protector stepping in and spreading her wings before you, around you, above and behind you, and you will feel the arrows of criticism and malice bouncing off your armor. You must now quickly set in place strong, clear, healthy boundaries. <laughs> yeah. Relish the opportunity to say no. Calmly walk away from energy-draining distractions and learn to nurture and support your own energy fields with daily practice. This is an open window of opportunity to do something you felt you dared not do because now you are shielded and no harm will come to you at this time. Every moment you must learn and then go on stronger and healthier, creating a better, safe, more vital environment for yourself and others. And we have this beautiful little um, butterfly with the beetle with his golden wings looking really badass and uh, 
the number on the card is 38, which is 11, which is a master number. So whenever that comes in, that means this is higher energy coming through. And part of what setting these boundaries, um, no matter how difficult or challenging or painful or uncomfortable while you're doing it, I mean, anything you aren't used to doing that you start doing is going to feel a bit uncomfortable or like you are doing something that is wrong, especially if you've been in situations where you've been really conditioned to be codependent and subjugate your needs. It can be very difficult to form boundaries. And it can also be difficult because if you put these cards together, right, we have the unexpected, a change you did not see coming, possible breakup or, you know, a shift that might seem like not the outcome you wanted, um, having the boundaries, having the psychic protection will help you navigate this and heal and move through it uh, with more courage and ease. Beetles also are about work, progress, and being on the right path. If you're listening to this, you're on the right path. And don't let others tell you that you're not. I mean, unless you're hiking and um, you decided to go away that isn't the trail. And a bunch of people are saying, no, don't go that way. You're going to walk off a cliff. <laughs> Obviously, you need to listen to that advice. But this, this feeling of rawness that came about uh, as a result of this shift to the, to the age of Aquarius for a lot of us. Because many veils and illusions that you might have had about yourself or others or the world have been lifted and that may be leaving you feeling raw and so your psychic armor is there to help you with that as you uh, rebuild your armor and get a better hold on boundaries um think that's all I have to say about those two for now but I find it so funny that we got a trickster in the inner child and also a trickster in the shapeshifters oracle the next cards are the muse tarot which I love 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 as you know for obvious reasons since I identify as a muse Let's see. Oh, that would be a fun little exercise. I'm trying to do things to kind of help get the word out and gently encourage people who listen or like this to help me out by sharing things. But I also want to make things fun for people as well. So um, if any of you feel like sharing this episode on your story or sharing my post on Instagram about this episode when that goes up, uh you can um, tell me when you share it what you identify as. Are you a witch? Are you a wizardess or a wizard? Are you an oracle? Are you a fairy? Do you have a, a psychic? Are you a medium? What's your jam, baby? And then in the Muse Tarot, we get another master number card. Justice, number 11. Truth and Integrity. Fair compensation, the law, cause and effect, being responsible for your choices and actions, balance, equity, karma, ethics, consequences, retribution, 
karmic alterations. Clear, we're clearing out some stuff. You guys are going to be clearing out some stuff. And we also might notice on the world stage that there's a lot more um, exposure of injustice that's been going on and also um, steps through government and legal systems and also people just speaking out the the social construct changing bringing justice for the injustices that are occurring I'm gonna read this one out and it's also interesting that we're getting more about truth and integrity and uh, karma because all of these cards are talking about uncovering secrets and truths, whether you've been lying to yourself or someone else has been lying to you in a situation. And, you know, that lying could be from your, your government, your <laughs> could be any kind of big major source. It could be the media, you know. Um, and all the things race through her mind as she approaches the gateway of justice. Even though the destination is the same, the way she arrives has great bearing on her experience of the journey. And if you look at the card, there's sacred geometry there. And I love the way she's holding her face. And then that face, it's like she's cracked open and becoming a new version of herself as the light is pouring in through her crown chakra. Uh, and that you can see the smaller muse down on the pathway walking towards that end. And it's really interesting because it looks a bit like the imagery of the uh, meditation experience that, that I talked about on Muse Musings. 3.0. So you're thinking, have I done the right thing? Do I feel proud of my actions? Have I been honest and fair? Do I walk with integrity? Have I acted in alignment with my heart and with my values? Her benevolent intentions have seeded her path with positive experiences and added ease. With a clear heart, she takes full responsibility for her actions, and with the law of cause and effect, her reality has been fashioned in kind. In the beginning, there is choice. In the middle, there is justice, law, karma. And in the end, we meet our own hearts with great clarity. I just went through a cycle of this uh, surrounding the breakup, and it's really interesting because once I was able to fully process everything, both accepting um, my mistakes or failings or actions that I um, don't like how I proceeded or how I acted, um, and then also watching someone else refuse to take responsibility for anything, um, it letting go of all of that being able to process it fully and have the realization that, okay, this is how it is now and the choices were made and this is the fallout and now I'm moving forward with my life. And as soon as I did that, it's like raining pennies from heaven. Maybe I'll record that song. I love that song. Uh, but at any rate, just, I mean, from the smallest thing to the biggest thing, 
my life is one pleasant surprise after another and abundance and um, resolution of very difficult situations that I have been planting seeds to change that are starting to grow. Um, so anyway, embrace this process. I know some of it may be very hard for some of you and it may hurt and there may be tears and there may be some tendency to beat yourself up or be mad at yourself, but just try to sit with all those feelings and just move through them and know at the essence that you're doing exactly what you're meant to do. You're where you need to be and that this is truly for your highest good and things are going to start you know, we're clearing out things which have been cogging up the machinery of our highest selves and our energy. So then we have uh, the queen of emotions. Um, this is a good place to be. There's a bunch of portals on there. Three of them or five if you count the sea dollar earrings. Or sand dollar. Why did I say sea dollar? That's funny. Um, that'll be some new cryptocurrency next week because I said it out loud. Uh, hey, if that comes through, I am claiming this, man. This is going up on every platform. Um, queen of emotions. We have been, you know, we were in all that Pisces energy. And so we have been uh, going through a lot of emotional stuff. And now we are ready to bring in our magic, to meet our magic, to expand um, the octopus, which is what this beautiful muse is. You can't see her tentacles, but she is an octopus. Um, is about expansion. That's the animal symbolism there. And the anemone uh, is representative of a flower. You see it's on her crown chakra. So that is your crown chakra blossoming, opening up receiving in the light, your emotional intelligence is being uh, upgraded and you're going to be able to navigate difficult emotional experiences with more peace and calm and a balanced energy. When I say balanced energy, I mean balanced between divine masculine and divine feminine Divine masculine is the doing, divine feminine is the feeling and creating. Love, emotional tuition and intelligence, creativity, joyful and meaningful connection, relationships, self-care and self-love, feminine nature, the sea of emotions, accessing how you truly feel and sharing your love with others, creating from the heart. The prompt is tentacles of experience. So think about each experience that you've had throughout your life that has taught you and prepared you for whatever you're doing now. And those are your tentacles. Rising up from deep within the caverns of the ocean, the queen is connected to all that flows. It is time to expand your energy fields and connect to the all. She is the unconscious bridge between the spaces of the heart and the world that flourishes around it. This is about connecting your heart to the world you're creating, your co-creation. It must come from a place of love, of the divine, of yourself, 
of Gaia, of source energy, of humanity, no matter how difficult that one may be sometimes. Because they are you. They are all parts of you. I know we don't want to hear that, but they're all parts of you. I think we're going to find at some point in the future that that is true about empathy to some degree is that part of the reason we get so affected or upset when we see the news and see people doing horrible things is because somewhere inside us we know that that's a fragment of us an unhealed sick fragment of us let's see her watery nature invites you to flow into portals of self-discovery and work with your own waves to grow compassion and passion and to connect back to your truest emotions, all your emotions. She asks you to seek this alignment so that your actions, words, thoughts, and breath all beat in rhythm with your true feelings. You might want to, this isn't in the text, I'm adding this in. Uh, you might want to be focusing, focusing on your breathing practice, even if it's just a gentle uh, rhythmic breathing during meditation or daydreaming. She asks you to seek this alignment so that your actions were, th okay, I already read that, sorry. Uh, see yourself as you truly are and feel your essence as you truly feel. Feel your feelings. Spirituality, multidimensional expansion is not a get out of jail free card. It is not a, a bypassing of the human experience. And the more you allow yourself to, in a balanced way, feel your emotions inside yourself and deal with them. Uh, the better your life will be, the more in the flow you're going to be, the better your relationships will be. You know, you don't want to feel all over other people. I have definitely been guilty of that so many times. And I didn't know that that's what I was doing. But if I had been able to see that, some of those situations probably would have turned out differently. This nurturing, caring energy is one that washes away unhealthy attachments and bubbles down through the earth to create foundations of sacred space in relationships. <laughs> it allows strong empathy without the energetic baggage of taking on other people's stuff, and it breeds intuitive creativity and small pockets of devotional joy. Fall into the queen's flowing compassion. Part of what I have found since I expanded out my unconditional love bubble, which is how it started in my awareness and what I would be calling it six months ago, um, is that I found that having that in your energy field, having that gratitude and unconditional love in your energy field, which I see as a rose quartz sort of light that emanates from within, um, and expands outward and it also comes from a deep self-love of yourself because what is uh, as within so without or whatever you know what I'm saying so there is an equidistant depth inside you in your selfness as there is an expansion outward into the cosmos 
So uh, since I've been more connected to the all and having this loving um, energy in my my makeup, my structure, I've I've restructured. I did a full remodel of my house, um, my energetic house. But that unconditional love, that energy, it it transmutes and heals things. Like um, people around you that are struggling with their own stuff and where that may have uh, become your problem in the past or you made it your problem, it just gets healed on its own it and it's and any anything coming in from the outside of you of your energy field of your universe anything coming at you that would have been uh draining disruptive um dysfunctional parasitic that is what gets neutralized my mom and her experience of early dementia has made her, um, it's interesting. She's forgotten a lot of her mental illness behaviors, but there are some that are such an automatic, um, mechanism from her early childhood trauma that now that she is in this less cognitively aware state it is more difficult for her to understand her um psychicness you know her awareness and connection and um she's not aware of the automatic it's almost like an automatic response i actually saw it in my field of vision at one point where her um her borderline personality narcissistic coping mechanism was triggered and it was like this uh you know gray sort of monotone it was like a little girl but with these giant tentacles that came out and then just started sucking energy from everything around it and um this before when she would do this because she's been this way my whole life um you know it would be a horrible experience and I was drained all the time and now that I have uh gotten to this place of expansion I just dissolve it it just doesn't even penetrate it's just like poof just disintegrates just atomizes it's not even about shielding yourself and having things bounce off of you it's about uh having an energy field that just dissolves the shit man that's a funny way to end that little section i'll get to the dragon team here in a moment but i need to take a break for a second here Hey Galactic Groovers, I'm going to attempt to succinctly tell you what I do and have this little spot on every episode so you can know what I'm all about. You can visit the square booking link on my Instagram page or my Facebook page at Grooming Goddess. You can email me at groominggoddess at gmail.com and to book any readings with me you can visit that square booking site as I said. 
Some of the services I offer are an animal communication for 3333, and that is a 30-minute session where we connect with your pets and um, see what maybe they are trying to tell you that you can't quite understand. Then I have a grief mediumship, another 30-minute reading, and that is for anyone experiencing recent grief and having trouble moving through that. My um, specialty seems to be in that area, getting messages and contacting people's loved ones immediately after their passing. I have a mini reading special, which is four mini readings for 4444. I have a soul action plan reading, which is 5555, and that involves cards for your inner child, uh, earth self, ego self, your highest self, and your galactic team. And then lastly, I have syncretic oracle readings, which are 7777, as those cards are much more in-depth and pretty much cover every reading modality. And then lastly, if you would like to come on my podcast and get a reading live, I will read for you for free. You can book an interview at my Square booking site. If you would like to be on my podcast to discuss something groovy, you can also do that at the Square booking site. And if you would like me to be on your podcast, you can do that at the Square booking site. I look forward to hearing from you. I have a money-back guarantee for all my readings, and so far, nobody wants their money back, so I feel like I'm helping a lot of folks out there, and I would like to help you too. If you have any questions about any of these, give me a DM somewhere, anywhere, all the places. Much love to you all, and thank you for listening. All right, I took a tea break and saw to some biological needs. And here I am to finish off the SAP with the dragon cards, which are for your um, galactic team. You may call this your angels, your guides, the aliens, whomever. It really doesn't matter. Uh, which thing you ascribe to. But if you're listening to this, you probably have a feeling there's more out there. Because otherwise, why else would you bother, right? Um, So these are your galactic team supporting you through this week. Um, And just to review, the inner child, the ego, and your higher self are all talking about being aware of a trickster, whether it's even you tricking yourself. Uh, you know, sometimes in a situation, someone else may be lying to you, but you also may be lying to yourself in that situation and you have to decipher which is which, uh, and the theme of your magic, your psychic abilities, your intuition being off the charts, deep connectedness, emotional intelligence, but also, uh, Raising your shields, knowing how to protect yourself, going within, focusing on your progress and your path and not letting anybody get in your way of that, Um, and expanding. Go out there and expand, babies. All right, so these dragon cards are here to support you in all that work this week. 
So the first one we got, which I'm not surprised about at all, is the Fire Dragon. <laughs> oh, I love this reading format because every week the four different couplets are all related and they're all from different decks. And, and what that does for me as far as validation that I'm not full of shit <laughs> is tremendous. But at any rate, Fire Dragon is a fourth dimensional dragon and it burns up the lower energies around you. You are safe and protected. Be determined and inspired. Clear your soul pathway. Also, orange is the color of the sacral chakra. Um, it seems like in human design, there is a prevalence of sacral authority amongst many that I encounter. So um, that is a good place to be focusing from and uh, focusing on that chakra and keeping yourself aligned with um, knowing that you are safe and protected. Fourth dimensional fire dragons radiate a bright orange fiery light. They are powerful beings who give us power, thrust, and determination when we work with them. They are the master clearance experts and will direct their blazing flames at anything we ask them to, transmuting lower vibrations that no longer serve us. Remember what I just said a minute ago about your uh, love bubble and the transmuting of lower vibrational parasitic type of things? They will fly in front of us when we travel, so let your dragon do the driving. <laughs> Um, if you're going into a situation and maybe feeling a little bit um, insecure or anxious about it, um, see that orange dragon flying ahead of you and know that they're going to clear your pathway. Um, they will fly in front of us when we travel, often burning up challenges before we reach them. They are also extremely protective of their companions and those who work with them. They will light up our friends and roar at those who undermine us. Uh, those of you into the grid working, um, and I guess I'll have to do an episode about grid work because there may be some of you who are like, that sounds cool, but I don't know what that is. Um, I can't explain the entire universe in one weekly reading. <laughs> And not that I actually could explain the entire universe. How egotistical would that be? Oh my goodness. <clears throat> They're also extremely protective of their companions. Okay. They will light up our friends and roar at those who undermine us. So that's kind of cool, right? It's time to invite the fire dragons to burn up any circumstances in your life that are not serving you. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Since every other couplet had to do with shifting and getting rid of things that you don't need. Call on them to delve deep into your childhood or past lives to release you from your past so that your future can shine. They have the ability and power to travel along the timeline of your soul journey clearing, healing, and transmuting as they do so. They're happy to do this while you sleep if you ask them. Ask them to clear and light up the path in front of you each day. Then relax and trust that all is as it should be. These orange dragons have huge open hearts and love to keep you safe by creating a fiery wall of protection around you or your home and family. So remember to ask them to do so. That's one of those things that I sometimes fail to 
mention and or remember myself is that while much of this becomes automatic, if you are asking for assistance from higher beings, you have free will as a an embodied being having a human experience. And so therefore, they you have to ask them for help. You just have to ask them for help because otherwise they do not have permission. They do not have consent. So call on them to light you up in their flames and breathe inspiration into you. You may be amazed at the positive and courageous way you start to deal with people and situations. So that's powerful. And what a beautiful dragon orange gold dragon from Arcturus. I forgot to look up Arcturus and remind myself exactly where that is. Uh, perhaps I'll pause and do that. Well, that was an interesting quick read. Uh, Arcturus is the watcher of, or the, what does it say? The guardian of the bear, uh, the watcher, the protector. So isn't that fun? Also the brightest star in the sky. In the north, uh, in the constellation um, of the herdsman. Orange gold dragon from Arcturus opens you to knowledge for the new golden age. Carry the energy of the future. Be a guiding light. So if you look at these pairs of cards, they are all telling us the same thing. Clear out what no longer serves you. And bring in the new, bring in the new light, bring in the new abilities, uh, go forth with co-creation and highest good in mind. And, uh, most of them have a swirl in their tail, but every once in a while there is a dragon that has, um, more like an infinity symbol going and that usually indicates very high dimensional action. So, uh, seventh dimensional dragon, orange gold dragon. Oh, it's also a red giant, which is interesting. And I'll tell you why in a minute. Lots of root chakra and, uh, sacral chakra stuff going on this week. Arcturus is one of the most advanced star systems in this galaxy and a prototype of Earth's future. Awesome seventh dimensional orange gold dragons from Arcturus come to us when we are ready to become a walking master and to help usher in the new golden age. To some of you listening, you may be saying, uh, walking master? Me? Yes, you. If you're listening to this, you're supposed to be here. And if you're listening to this, this is you. Also, I do believe we all have this potential. Um, <laughs> you know, even people who are doing things publicly that we find socially detestable or negative or low vibe, all of those people could walk this same path and get there. But a walking master is basically uh, having the presence and connection as an ascended master does, but in body walking on the earth. 
When a spiritual army of these dragons moves to a place, they stimulate great evolutionary change in all that they touch. They are flowing into Earth now to help us during the exciting years ahead. It is not by chance you have incarnated during this extraordinary 20-year period when our planet is undergoing a double-dimensional shift. Earth needs spiritual leaders and light bearers. And aside from the book, you don't have to be a card reader or any other variety of intuitive to be a light bearer. You can be a lawyer and be a light bearer. It's just that you're holding that light and using your profession or your career or your passion for the highest good. These dragons are blazing their light towards you, for it holds the vision of our fifth dimensional future. We're anchoring in the fifth dimension here and creating a grid structure for that and also to support future dimensional shifts. They are inspiring you to do your part for the new golden age on Earth. This card indicates that it is time to stand in your power and fulfill your destiny. Allow the orange gold dragons from Arcturus to enter your energy fields and breathe into you the vision of Earth as it will be. They will give you the strength, wisdom, and knowledge that you will need for the transformation ahead. You have much to do and many people to help, and a beautiful 7th dimensional orange gold dragon from Arcturus will stay by your side as long as you need it. Be a guiding beacon to light the way for many. So your, your sacral chakra is uh, below your navel. Um, that's a lot of um, loving energy, sexual energy. All of this orange and red and yellow. There's a lot of activation going on. <laughs> In our solar plexus, our sacral chakra, and our root chakra. Uh, the other thing these cards are telling us, especially this orange gold dragon from Arcturus, is that, as I said a little earlier, uh, there's a wave coming. There's a wave of people awakening to higher consciousness. And that is going to require... Uh, a lot of service work. Now, as I just said, you don't have to be doing any of the stuff that I'm doing. You don't have to go be a meditation or breath worker, yoga instructor, or do any of those things to be assisting and helping those and being of service to those awakening in consciousness. It can be as simple as you're in the break room getting coffee or whatever at work, let's say, and uh, your coworker starts talking about Reiki or energy or cards or meditation or anything that is a little out of character for them to be talking about. And uh, that is your opportunity to engage with them and, you know, share yourself in that conversation and that doesn't mean you have to you know give them the keys to the kingdom and you don't want to overwhelm people but let them lead and just respond to their inquiries and that is how you can be of service in any situation I will have people show up in all kinds of places that will start talking about different things 
or, you know, telling me their life story because there's something in their story that either they, they just needed someone to hear them and I fulfilled that or, uh, they, there's something about what they tell me in their story that either I have experienced or, you know, I can have some kind of positive, um, loving input for them. But a lot of times it's just about listening and, and, um, holding the space for people to be heard and to express that. And then once they've expressed their, you know, trauma or whatever it is, their narrative, then, um, if they, if there's someone that you talk to on a regular basis, you can start to talk about ways that you have healed from your trauma or ways that you are working on changing, uh, your reality and not being attached to your story or a narrative. So that is all pretty exciting. Don't you think? <laughs> I sounded like Alanis there for a second. A little too ironic. Yeah, I really do think. So many songs. See how my brain works. All right. And then lastly, um, I have pulled a syncretic oracle card because I absolutely cannot help myself uh, from doing that. And the reason is <laughs> that I pull these cards and then I'll do this at the end. I've done this a few weeks now. And the one card from the Galactic Trading Oracle will summarize um, the entire eight card reading. <laughs> um, first of all, such a beautiful image, this nature spirit and the clouds and the lightning and all the elements and the beautiful rainbow colors, all the colors of the aura and her heart beaming and roots into the earth. This is about connecting with our higher source if you look up above right and then the planet is below it is connecting with the all many portals on this card lots of flowers which we saw on the other cards as well but just such a beautiful beautiful image i'm looking at this thinking man that would be a kick-ass halloween costume or a costume party so this card, if you look at the back of it, it's Life Guild. And any of the cards, which are keys, which is also wands, but the keys are a call to action. It is a revealing of things that have been locked away in you. Uh, it's card number nine, which is a completion. So we are completing our first mission and about to move into the next one. So keep expanding out that energy field and connecting with source energy, yourself and the earth, Gaia, and create that never ending toroidal loop of unconditional love. And as you maintain that, you will go forward and be able to Create the life you want, the world you want, 
in tandem with others and help a lot of people who are awakening to higher consciousness. Uh, the Mayan glyph on the card is a seven, which is resonant. Practical application of mystical power. Uh, mystical, what do my horrible notes there say? Oh, mystical alignment. <laughs> Sorry. I don't handwrite often, but I've been taking notes because I think it's a little less clumsy than going back and forth and finding, um, Google tabs. Then the I Ching on the back of the card is earth, diamond, leaf, receptive, flower, harvest, vine, field, service. So more of connecting with the earth, harvesting seeds that have been planted, planting more seeds, and doing service. The chakra on here is the root chakra, which is also the lotus flower, which if you know anything about lotuses, they grow in dark, dank places. So they're like flowers growing out of the muck. Um, the root chakra is all about our grounding. This is your grounding. This is your pathway to connect with Gaia and stay grounded in love and higher consciousness as you move through the challenges ahead of you. Um, <laughs> you may be feeling more amorous or passionate. There's a lot of Kundalini rising, whether you have a partner or alone, that is a very healthy way to bring in energy, healthy, positive energy into your physical body and your energy field. Um, <laughs> TMI, um, but I, I listen to a fantastic podcast. If you, uh, there's all kinds of healers and practitioners and podcasters out there, but Lacey Free um, is this poet, um, magical, uh, freeing force of nature, and she has a pod called the Whore Pod, which is H-O-A-R, whore is a grain, not what you're thinking, but that was intentional because she talks about, um, sex and everything surrounding that in our energy, as well as a lot of other wonderful metaphysical things. And one of the things she talked about was that, you know, when we're, um, self pleasuring that we should be thinking about it as what it is, which is making love to ourselves, uh, pleasuring ourselves, communing with ourselves. And so after I listened to that, I had a personal experience with this and set an intention for that. And the visions and sensations and physical energetic experience of it 
was amazingly healing, energizing, and wild. Um, for women especially, uh, it's important to be paying attention to your yoni. That brings in energy. It is healing. It is part of where our power and creativity comes from. It's creation. Very linked to manifestation and also grounding. So as always, this card, and I'll just, the verbiage on the back, ring of magic, weaving souls together in love, every elvish blessing. And then there's a quote from J.R.R. Tolkien on here. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. So, a week of choices, portals, influx of light, psychic protection, magic and intuition off the charts, um, clearing out what no longer serves you. Some of that might be painful, and I am sorry for that. But just try to remind yourself that it is for your highest good. And the outcome will be better than you ever could have imagined. Once you, you know, it really is true. It's like, it's weird, okay? And, and maybe this just applies to co-creation as it has existed in a 3D reality. And we're moving into 5D and so it's changing. But um, we're infinite, but there still seems to be like a certain amount of space in the tangible material world. And if you are holding onto a whole bunch of things, like, you know, if you have a bunch of trash in your storage shed, let's say, you don't have room for anything else, you know. If you have a house full of old stuff your family has given you, uh, you don't have room for a um, new sofa or w whatever it is. So that's just a lame material tangible example but maybe that's what it is because it it just happens over and over in my life where when I remove the things that are draining energy um tearing down my own self-esteem or resources or um belief or making me doubt things that I I know deep in my core are true for me. Um, once I get rid of those things, it's like, okay, now I have room for, and then, and then they just fly at you. I, I, I think a thing or I say a thing out loud. And then the next thing I know I have it or it's coming to me in some way. And you have that same energy in you. You have that same energy. I'm trying to think if there was anything else I was going to talk about on this particular reading. Oh, yes, that's right. I was going to read some of the great feedback that I got and thank everyone because it meant so much to me. And every message I get makes me want to keep going. And that's why I'm asking you guys to share the episodes, share the podcast, tell a friend, you know, review, 
follow, subscribe, all of those things that help get the word out there. Because if you're getting a benefit from this, then there may be others who can or it will help. And that's why I'm doing this. So the first one says, hey there, I just started binging your podcast, Grooving Goddess, yesterday and wanted to say thank you. Just listening to a few episodes validated and provided some insight slash downloads I needed. Love the show. It's such a cool, calm, woo vibing thing, and it's super rad. Well, you are super rad, new listener, for sending me that message and for listening and for shining your light on the world. Next one is Andrea. Thank you so much for today's card pull. I've just started working with dragons in the last year or so, and this deck has been so beautiful and helpful. It was too perfect to you using it today. I heard you on Ryan Singer's podcast. So glad I found you on Instagram. Hugs. Well, thank you for all of that positive feedback, and I'm glad you found me on Instagram too, and I'm looking forward to getting to know you. Next one is Andrea. I loved the episodes. You have lived such a rich life. <laughs> it's rich, all right. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder. But it's all gotten me here, right? That's not what they wrote. That's just my commentary on what they wrote. I can't read a few sentences without putting my two cents in. Your podcast makes me feel so calm. I love it. We're just here to have some really cool experience, some really cool and impactful experiences. And yes, new listener, that is the truth, isn't it? And this is someone that is going to come on and talk with me about timelines and timey-wimey stuff because she has her own theories. So I'm excited about that. And then the last one for this week, I'm going to do this every week. Because I know when I do it, I do it out of love and gratitude when I send, you know, someone with a podcast or anybody like that um, positive feedback like this. And so I want to share it. So I just rented Xanadu credits and I'm already crying. I've become completely obsessed with your podcast and thank you so much for sharing your vulnerability and everything. I've got so much love and respect for you. Thank you. Well, thank you. And I hope you enjoyed Xanadu. Um, I think it would be hard for people like us not to enjoy that movie. I mean, unless you just vehemently hate roller skating or uh lycra <laughs> there's a lot of spandex and lycra in that movie because it came out in 1980 i think that was around the same time that olivia newton john came out with um let's get physical physical and she did this awful movie with John Travolta where she's like an aerobics instructor or something and oh they're dancers maybe I don't know it was just it was bad <laughs> so thank you for all the wonderful feedback thank you for listening thank you for being here and if I can help you with a private reading you know how to find me and I just love you all I'm going to keep cranking out episodes. I don't know if I'll do 
three or four bonus episodes every week. But this last week, I had a lot of energy and a lot to say. So I took advantage of that. And um, hopefully, I continue on that role. I would like to get back to doing finishing up some of the Call Me Karen. Uh, that's my other podcast. At least finish up the series on Remembering Mom so I can kind of get up to date with the dementia journey. But at any rate, um, I can promise you that I'll be back every week for sure with the SAP and let your sap rise and go out there and be magical. I have nothing but faith and gratitude and love for all of you. I muse love you so hard. It's gonna rain pennies from heaven Don't you know